0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lunchpail Legends podcast, brought to you by Lunchpail Sports. I am your host today, Jacob Grunker. With me is Oliver Nelson. No Dylan today. How you doing, Oliver? Doing good,
1: man. I know. Missing Dylan.
0: Got called into work. Duty yeah. calls. Literally. Duty. Literal, um, yeah keeping our, not our not a bathroom not a bathroom joke. We're not talking about duty as in pope, duty as in active duty in the military. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Crazy uh crazy week of football. Got lots yeah. to talk about. Lots yeah. to talk
1: about for sure.
0: Um lots of comebacks. At least in the NFL. Yeah, dude. There yeah. That that Raiders Cardinals Comeback was kind of wild. I, didn't, I got yeah.
1: crushed with my picks last week. First week, I was 3-for-3. Three three. Last week, I was 0-for-3. <laughs> it
0: makes you feel any better, we all we all did poorly. Dylan and I did a little better, but we each got one. So yeah. none, of did, none of us did well last week on our picks. I thought for sure um, the – I
1: was looking at the Raiders game, and it was like they were up at like 20 at one point or something. Like I'm like, oh, this is – lock it in. And, oh
0: yeah, yeah. I think I turned gone. the game off. I just I was like, all right, mm-hmm. well, this is in hand. Yeah. I should have known that the Raiders, yeah, going to mm-hmm. do Raiders stuff. So yeah, Devontae Adams only had two catches for twelve yards. Man, that's not that's not enough. No, if you want to win games, you got to give Devontae Adams the ball a lot more than that.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Yeah Yeah. Uh. <laughs> So yeah, I figured we would start off with some college football. Uh, the top—I'll—I'll I'll, I'll give you my top ten list. Uh, my top ten list, not necessarily the AP top ten. Um, it's not wildly different, but it does have some differences. Um, I'll give you a Week Three Heisman winner just for that week. Um, that might be a new segment that we do, um, rather than who is the Heisman front runner. If the Heisman was just a one-week award, the Week 3 Heisman goes to, and I'll go over that later. Uh, Player to watch in Week 4, and then Week 4 matchups to watch. That's for college football, and then I'll give you one lock upset of the week. And then we'll get into NFL Week 2 panic levels for pretty much the same teams. We'll hit them again, um, see where we're at Week 2. And then I added uh, the Raiders. (laughs) because. I'd be panicking slightly if I were that fan base. Yeah, um absolutely. and then our week and our week three picks against the yep. spread. So wait, was it last week that Dylan wasn't with us? No, it was two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago
1: him and his family were sick. He was here last week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I was think yeah, I was trying to remember we were we were trying to guess his picks and that felt like that felt like last week, but I guess that was two weeks ago. So yeah, he picked the Rams um, over the Bills.
1: That's the only one I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he picked the
0: yeah. I
1: the Jags over. He picked the Colts over the Jags, and the Jags absolutely stomped all over the Colts.
0: Yeah, and he picked the Jags over the Colts. Yeah, or he pi- he picked the Jags to cover Mm-hmm. at least four and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get started with some college football. I'll give my top ten. Do you want me to start from the top or the bottom of the ten? Top ten. Go from the bottom. Go from the bottom. It's a little more dramatic when you start at ten. It is and it isn't because I think everyone knows who my number one is going to be. Two is pretty predictable as well. Three is kind of predictable too. Um, but I don't care either way. Mm-hmm. Um, ten. I have Kentucky. I have them there out of respect for their win at Florida. Florida hasn't looked great since that win against Utah, um, but still going to the swamp and winning a game there—I'll give them credit. They are three and zero. They Will Levis has looked good, serviceable. Uh, So I'll give them the number ten spot. Although I think they could—I don't think they'll end up in the top ten. I'll just say that by the end of the year, I don't think Kentucky will be a top ten team. Right now, though, I'll give them a nod. Uh, at number nine, I have Tennessee, who's also three and zero, and going into a game this week against number twenty Florida, uh, one of the one of the week four matchups to watch. I guess I'll just kind of hit those as we potentially hit, go over them. Um, but that's a big game for Tennessee. This is a chance for them. Um, Tennessee is currently ranked 11th in the AP poll. But this is a chance, if Tennessee can take care of business against Florida, they'll probably, there's a good chance they crack the top 10 and start getting some, some national respect. That would make them 4-0. and And then I believe, hold on, let me look up their schedule. They have Bama coming up soon. And if they keep, if they, uh, let's see, if they beat Florida, sorry, hold on, let me, let me get to them. Nope, not the Pac twelve. Yeah, that's a tough schedule. We'll Go to Florida and then having to play Bama in the next game. They have Florida at home.
1: They do have okay. Florida at
0: home. So they got Florida and then they're going to LSU. That is a rough wow. place to play. Yeah. But I think Tennessee is a better team, but going to Baton Rouge is that's a Tiger Stadium's a tough place to play. I've I've heard that it's the loudest stadium in the country. I can see that. Um, so I'd love to go to a game there. It'd be cool. So if they if they take care of business with Florida and then they beat LSU, they would be that would make them Yeah. Five and zero going into the Alabama game. And they have Alabama at home. And Alabama's shown weaknesses. So mm-hmm. I picked Tennessee to win the SEC East. Which watching Georgia, holy piss, that was probably not the right pick. Um, I thought Georgia would take a step back, but I still think Tennessee is going to be really good. I think they're going to be really good. So um, anyway, Stetson got Tennessee at nine. Huh? Stetson Bennett. Your dude. Dude, I'm, I'm taking back everything I've said about Stetson Bennett. I've, <laughs> I've, I've watched him play more. I, I've, I made it a focus to just sit down and watch him more this year. And he's been great. Like he just puts the, he puts the ball where it needs to be. It's, it's not really that sexy. He is a good athlete. It's not like he's a sneaky good athlete. Like, he's a good athlete. When he gets out of the pocket, he can make people miss. Um, Stetson Bennett is a good college quarterback. He's a really good college quarterback. Uh, I still stand by what I said. I, I don't think many NFL teams are going to be interested in in him. I don't know if he'll be drafted. Um, he's like terms- he's kind of short,
1: right? He's like 5'11".
0: Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty small, and he doesn't have like elite athleticism. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna be that, if you're gonna be small like that, like you got to be Russell Wilson, you got to be Kyler Murray. You can't, you know, you can't go into the league at that. So that that that's my only concern with him. His his tangible. He he might you know go undrafted and be a backup in the league for a while, but mm-hmm. um, I I don't think it'll translate to the NFL. But he's very good at Georgia. So uh, let's see. I got number eight. This is where my list gets juicy. I have Clemson at number eight. I think Clemson is a pretender. I think they're going to get exposed at some point. Their offense is bad. It reeks. I have I get no enjoyment watching Clemson's offense be on the field. Um, their defense is good. Um, although they gave up, let's see... Their last game, they just played Louisiana Tech and they gave up 20 points to Louisiana Tech. I don't know. SC's defense is supposed to be, USC's defense is supposed to be really bad. They gave up 14 to a better Fresno State team. Mm-hmm. Fresno State team that won the Mountain West last year. So I don't know. Let's see. I guess they did get up for, it looks like 14 of those points were in the fourth quarter, kind of garbage time. Mm-hmm. Maybe 40. Yeah, that's okay, yeah, kinda of garbage time. Still though, um their defense is good, but you can't you can't win with just a defense. Like everyone talked about in Georgia's defense last year, but um like Georgia had elite guys on offense too. Like they had elite yeah. talent everywhere. They weren't just good on defense. They scored what thirty something points against Bama in the national title game. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're not talking about a you know, a bad offense. They just had a really phenomenal defense. Um what do you think about me having Clemson there?
1: It makes sense. I, mean, I feel like the ACC is kind of a weaker conference. Um, no, I, I think – I mean, it's not – I can see how people would, would maybe disagree with you, but, you know, yeah, their offense hasn't been very great. And I feel like that's that's what you need to have in college football is it elite offense, not – I mean, for the one Georgia defense that was elite, I could—I think people could rattle off probably fifteen elite offenses that won, right? The national championship too, right? So like, mm-hmm. like the LSU Joe Burrow year, right? Like, like that defense yeah. was good, but I mean, that offense wasn't
0: stopping. Yeah, I mean the Mac Jones Devontae Smith year. Yeah, they, we didn't we didn't know that Bama team by their defense. Mm-hmm. We knew them by Devontae Smith just cooking everybody every play. Yeah. So.
1: So it seems like the teams with the best offense make the national championship or at least make it to the playoff. Um, I think Georgia's kind of the outlier there, but then they also had like six dudes on their team get drafted in the first round, which is an outlier. So like, it kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah. So I don't know for me, Clemson, I just haven't seen anything. Like I haven't seen flashes of brilliance from them. Like they're winning games, but there are a lot of teams that are undefeated still like just because you're Clemson, I'm not putting you in the top four. I don't think they're a top four team right now. Um, so I got Clemson at eight, seven. I have Penn state. Um, Penn state is currently in the AP poll. Let's See, what do they got? Penn state at 14. Uh, Penn state just went into Auburn and kicked their trash. Um, Auburn is not an easy place to play. Even if Auburn is bad, it's still not an easy place to go and just dominate. And they dominated. Um, That's a pretty impressive win. Um, they also went to Purdue and won there as well. I think so far of any top 10 team, they, I would say they have the best resume other than maybe Georgia because Georgia beat up on Oregon big time, who's now number 15. Yeah. So who just beat a top, you know, 15 team. So um, outside of Georgia, I, I mean, show me a better resume than Penn State.
1: And it wasn't like these games were close either. Like they beat, well, I guess the Purdue game was kind of close, 35-31. That so was they a, that,
0: they won that on a last minute, on a last minute, on a, mm-hmm. a, a, dr- a drive at the end of the game. But but Purdue is a good team. Purdue is a good yeah. team. They have a, Aiden O'Connell as their quarterback. He's a he's a solid quarterback. Like Purdue is not a, a slouch. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, and then they beat Ohio forty six ten, and then like you said, they walked into walked into Auburn, which is never an easy place to play. And then like you said, they you know pushed them around, beat them forty one to twelve.
0: So yeah. So yeah, Penn State. Uh, I think they're they're legit. Number six, I have the USC Trojans. I would make an argument and I'll fight with anyone who disagrees with me that this is the best offense in the country. I've watched a lot of football. There is I have not seen a team anywhere near what USC is doing on offense. It's it's ridiculous, dude. Like they got 21 points on the board before you can blank um the only reason they're not scoring 60 is cuz it seems like the offense gets bored in the second half um there are just so many weapons on this offense if their defense was a little bit better i would have them in the top 4 easy um but their defense is a concern their run defense is not is not very good um that's going to be the concern going forward with this team. But the problem is whoever they're playing is going to have to keep up with their offense. And unless they're just having a bad night, good luck with that. Like I, I don't know many teams. There aren't many teams. They are going to be able to keep up with SC's offense. So I got them at six. Um, At five, I have Oklahoma. Oklahoma looked really good against Nebraska, who a lot of people were saying, Nebraska is going to cover the spread. This is going to be a close game. And Oklahoma just came in and demolished them. Uh, they came in like a wrecking ball. Miley Cyrus style. Um, was
1: the Oklahoma doing good this year? Um, yeah. Yeah, you think, you know, you lose. Bob that like he left a few years ago, but then it's like you instantly pick up Lincoln Riley, who you know, was great for that program. You know, if anything, he enhanced the program. He mm-hmm. and then I'm not sure who for, their coach is now, but obviously serviceable and, you know, they're whooping up on team, So um...
0: His name is Brett Venables. Do you remember the defensive coordinator for Clemson? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the okay. coach
1: now. Yeah, Makes sense. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's good. I don't know. Whenever you see a big-name coach like that leave, and obviously Oklahoma's got a lot of um, history to the program, but you never know what's going to happen. You could turn out mm-hmm. to be the next Texas, right? And you don't really, like, you know who they are just from, like, their history, but yeah, they're not really relevant anymore. So the fact that, you know, whoop it up on some teams, it's good
0: to see. For sure. I like big brands and I cannot lie. And the top uh, six on my list are massive college football brands. And I think it's good for college football. You know, these the smaller schools are, aren't happy with this, but the fact of the matter is when USC is good, when Oklahoma is good, when, you know, Michigan, Ohio state, Alabama, like when these big brands are good, it's good for college football. People tune in to watch like as much as everyone was pushing, you know, let's get Cincinnati in there. I guarantee you more people watched Alabama, Georgia than Cincinnati and Alabama. Cause we all knew Cincinnati is about to get boat raced and they did. Yeah. So yeah. It's funny. Have you heard the clip of um,
1: Dion Sanders about talking about playing Alabama? No. So there's, I saw this interview that he did a while ago and somebody said something like, Oh yeah. What are the, what are the chances of you guys playing Alabama here in the next you know, couple years? And he's like, There is no chance. I'm not doing that. And he's like, the skill guys, yeah, the skill guys we have on our team are probably better. Like, I'd put them up to anybody in the country. It's the guys up front, the offensive linemen, the middle linebackers. Like, those are the guys where there's a huge difference. I mean, HBCU is obviously a different level of college football. But, I mean, every smaller team like Cincinnati that has – you know, made their claim of, oh, we should be in it, has gotten dominated. And it's probably because of, you know, the offensive line, um, offensive-defensive lines. That has nothing to do with the skill players. I think it's more of, you know, they're just not as physical. Um, Yeah. And these big-name brands get those guys.
0: And I just think there aren't as many of them. There aren't Mm -hmm. as many quality, quality offensive and defensive linemen. Um, I mean, how many, how many 18 year old kids did you know growing up that were six foot five pushing 300 pounds and were actually athletic to answer the first part of that question? I didn't know anybody that it was that size. And <laughs> if they were that size, there's no way they were athletic. Anyone who's mm-hmm. that big outside of like these incredibly athletic offensive linemen in football because they are, they're incredibly mm-hmm. athletic for how huge they are. These guys are incredible athletes. Um, I mean, think about being six, five, six, six, 320 pounds and trying to block Micah Parsons. Yeah. not happening. Like these guys are incredible. There just aren't that many of them. There aren't that many people that are that huge and actually athletic. So, yeah, the, the few of them that are that actually exist go to Georgia. Yeah. Well, I, I think <laughs> of, like Zach, like, Zach
1: Banner, right? Remember when playing him? Yeah, yeah. His sophomore, this was his sophomore year, too, right? It wasn't like this was That's this the his the one prime. That's the one dude that we played that was like, okay, yeah, you're – and he's in the NFL, right? But, like, he just ran and created, like, a five-yard wide hole for like Mm -hmm. 50 yards until the running back just was like, okay, like you got me, you know, past the, past the safety. Like, I'm just going to invite you to, to make this quick. But yeah, the one guy that like I personally played against or that we personally played against, that was that size. Like he's in the NFL, now, but like, yeah, that's one out of how many people we've probably played.
0: Yeah. And he was massive yeah. I'm so glad I didn't play on the defensive line. Yeah. Cause I would not have wanted to go against Zach Banner. No. Um. So yeah. Anyway. Uh so I got Oklahoma at five. I have Michigan at four. Michigan has been dominant. They've played nobody, but they've looked really good. Um, so I got them at four. Um I have Ohio State at three. I have Alabama at two. And I have Georgia as a clear number one. Um, I struggled with this a little bit. I wanted to move Bama and Ohio State around because they've they've looked mortal, um, but it's just so early in the season still. And I think it's safe to just put those three: Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State as one, two, and three. If you want to move the order around, two and three, that's fine. If you put anyone above Georgia, you're You're lying to yourself. Georgia is the best team in the country. They're so good, dude. I turned on – I watched – I don't know. I don't think I watched the whole game, but I watched the first half of their game on Saturday against South Carolina. And as I was watching the game, I was like, they're not doing anything special on offense. Mm -hmm. They're just better than everybody. Like they, they don't run any, like they're not doing anything special. You watch Lincoln Riley's offense and you're like, Oh man, that was a, that was a beautiful play. Like he does Lincoln Riley does some stuff where you're just like, I see exactly what he did there and it worked to perfection. And it was amazing. You watch Georgia and it's like, no, like their offensive line's just better. Their receivers are faster. Their running backs are good. And Stetson gets the ball where it needs to be. And their tight ends are incredible. Like they're just, they're just so much better and physical than everyone else. They don't have to do anything special. It's uh that I just had a kind of a a moment there while I was watching the game. I was like this doesn't look special. And then I was like, oh yeah it's because they're just better than everyone else.
1: Well it's good to like, They, I think Georgia doesn't really get a the players understand their role. Right. It seems like, you know, Stetson Bennett, I think is, like you said, like he's athletic, but, you know, I think he understands his role in a quarterback. And this is basically look, you know, I'm going to get the ball to my playmakers and not turn the ball over. Yeah. I'm not going to try to, you know, run around everybody and, you know, throw the ball 60 yards downfield and triple coverage. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, he, he does that from time to time, but like he just knows, hey, I if I don't turn the ball over, like we're going to be in good shape. Cause I got that big old defense behind me
0: and mm-hmm. I got some playmakers
1: where it's, you know, they make one or two guys miss. It's a 20 yard play. Um, yeah, It's simple football, but it's like you said, it works because they, I think they know their role.
0: Yeah, for sure. They're really good. It's going to be, I mean, I'm interested to see if anyone can really compete with them. If not, it's kind of a bummer i I wanna see parody in college football. I don't wanna see you know the you know just one team or two teams dominate every year, especially from the same conference yuck um all right, so my top ten ten Kentucky nine Tennessee eight clumps actually I'll go from the top. 1, Georgia, 2, Alabama, 3, Ohio State, 4, Michigan, 5, Oklahoma, 6, USC, 7, Penn State, 8, Clemson, 9, Tennessee, and 10, Kentucky. And that is my top 10. Yeah, it's going to change. Like I said, I don't see Kentucky being in there long term. I think Tennessee's there to stay. I think they're good. They might go out if they like lose to Georgia or something like that, but they're going to hover around that top 10. I, I think they're actually a good team. All right. Week You're three Heisman. The- oh, what? I oh, mm-hmm. got a quick question for you.
1: Yeah. The Big 10. you have, mm-hmm. I mean, upset a Michigan State team that was ranked, I think, 11th at the time. Again, I know yeah. the people aren't, you know, super accurate, but does that discredit the Big 10 schools?
0: Sure. I mean,. When, when another, when another...
1: Ohio State and Michigan, right? Because it's just like okay, you know, they're in the same conference. Like, should they be as elite as you know? Like, again, I'm just throwing this question out there, right? Like, down the road, right, as these you know teams are going to start losing and whatnot. If mm-hmm. Michigan and Ohio State lose, you know a game or two, with it being a weaker conference, to that effect.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be a weaker conference. I think there are other teams. I think Michigan State was was overrated to begin with. Uh, I think Penn State is another team that's going to be really good. I think Minnesota's good, and they're going to be a top 15 team. Uh, I mean, Wisconsin's always relatively competitive, although I don't think they're all that good this year. Let's see. Um, just looking at other potential contenders. Yeah, I mean it is a little down. Purdue is Purdue's one and two. Who did Purdue lose to? They lost to Syracuse, and Syracuse is actually pretty good this year. Um, I don't think it'll hurt them. I think if you have if you I think if you have Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State all in that top fifteen range, and Ohio State has one loss, they're probably in. It's so hard to tell, at the, you know, With there, there's just so much football left to be played, but I don't necessarily think it's a weak conference. Uh, I'd put it probably on the same level as maybe even a step above the Pac-12 still. I know the Pac-12 had a good weekend, but still some good, some good, the top, the top half, the top end of the, of the big 10 is still better with Michigan and Ohio state and Penn state uh, I mean I have 3 Big 10 teams in my top 10 and only one Pac 12. One ACC and four SEC. One Big 12. So like yeah. I mean the the according to my top 10 right here the Big 10 is doing better than the ACC Big 12 or Pac 12. So I think it'll be fine. Yeah, that'll be fine. Um Every, honestly, every school, every conference basically outside of the SEC is – there's going to be some question with resume. If you get out of the – if you win the SEC and you have a loss, you're in. You're in. No question. Uh, I would even argue if you have two losses. If you win the SEC, you you should be in. The SEC is so tough. Um, should we get on to the week three Heisman winner? All right, so this is not who I think is going to win the Heisman, or who's the front runner right now. It's just if the if the Heisman Trophy was a weekly award, this is who it would go to. So my week three Heisman goes to Michael Penix. Shout out to you, Dub. Three hundred three hundred ninety seven yards and four touchdowns in route to a demolition of the eleventh ranked Michigan State Spartans. He had an awesome game. He played really well. So, if he did that every week, he would be the Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> so he had a, he had a good week. Shout out to Michael Penix and and UW. Big win for Washington. They they need that. Washington, you know, the Pac-12 is much better when Washington's good. It's a good program. It's a good solid program. I personally hope that the Big Ten brings over UW and uh, and Oregon as well because I just think those are valuable programs
1: yeah and UW, is, is UW kind of like a, a sleeper team this year
0: they yeah
1: I mean again they played outside, like they whooped up on, on Michigan State which was good outside of that they played Kent State and, and Portland State so not yeah. the greatest resume there but you know they did what they were supposed to do
0: I think they were a sleeper until now now they're ranked 18th so they're not gonna no one's gonna be sleeping on them anymore once you got a once you got a number next to your name on the you know on the scoreboard, no one's take no one's you're not a sleeper anymore but going into the season for sure i I don't know if people had high expectations for you dub um, I think when we talked about them, I predicted like seven or eight wins. And now I'm like, they should get there. The way they're playing right now, they should get there, no problem. Yeah. So, a player to watch in week four as a potential week four Heisman winner is Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, quarterback for Tennessee. Big game against Florida. This is his chance to uh, put himself even further on the map. He had a really good year last year. Um, Tennessee's a good team. Um this is his opportunity. Um I think he'll have a big game against Florida. Week 4 matchups. Just a few number 7 at Oregon State. Uh kind of a trap game. Corvallis is just a trap city for a lot of teams. Um I think Oregon lost lost once or twice uh in their, you know, in their run at, in Corvallis. I know SC lost a couple of times in Corvallis under the Pete Carroll era. Um, it's kind of a tough place to play. I don't know why. Um, sometimes it's foggy. It's hard to see. Um, but, yeah, SC at Oregon State. Let's, watch out for that one. Clemson, number five Clemson at number 21 Wake Forest. Um, if Clemson's offense struggles against Wake Forest's defense, then I am dropping Clemson out of the top ten because Wake Forest defense sucks. Um, so if you see Clemson score like forty five points on Saturday, don't be like, "Oh, they figured out the offense." Like, no, they just played a terrible defense. Yeah. Um, but Wake Forest offense is good, so this they could keep it close if if Wake is able to put some points on the board, Clemson could be in trouble. Uh, another one, number twenty, Florida at number eleven, Tennessee. We already talked about that one. Uh, Fifteen, Oregon at Washington State. Wazoo feels sneaky here. Uh, Oregon coming off a big win uh, against BYU. I, I don't know. Wazoo Pullman f- kind of feels like one of those places too, where it's it could feel like a trap. You know what I mean?
1: No, for sure. That Playing pretty good football too. Um, they are,
0: yeah. No, they're they're a good
1: team. Looking at their, I mean, they're the three. You know, they had almost got upset by. It was that they almost got upset by. It's a team that they like probably should have beat up on. Um. Oh wait, no. They beat Wisconsin. I know played them tough. I was maybe that's what I was thinking of. Maybe it was Idaho. Um, well, they beat they I, beat
0: Wisconsin. I don't know if you heard. They if you heard of it.
1: They yeah. beat up on Colorado State yeah, I don't know how good the Colorado State is, but um,
0: not, but they're not good. But they still beat up on them. It's their, you know thirty yeah. eight to seven. They did what they should have done to Colorado. Exactly. State. Yeah, so, that, that that they struggled against Idaho. I'll chalk that up to first game jitters. Yeah, uh, because then they go to Wisconsin and win there. They crushed Colorado State. This, I mean, that Oregon better watch out. That that's coming off an emotional win, a big emotional win. This feels like a game where Bonex could throw like eight interceptions. So, yeah. um, that's the Bonex experience. So, okay, that's another one. And then number ten, Arkansas at number twenty three, Texas A and M. And this is my lock upset of the week. Texas A&M is going to win this game for a couple of reasons. I think Texas A&M even though they even though they lost uh to uh was it Appalachian? Yeah, Appalachian State. Appalachian State, I mean they played North Carolina tough. Um they just won another game. Like it's not like there's some terrible team. Texas A&M should have beaten them. Don't get me wrong. They're no business losing to them. But I think Texas A&M bounces back. They just beat Miami. Texas A&M just beat Miami. Um, I, I think Arkansas is overrated. I don't. I don't think they're really a top ten team. I think this is a uh, this is the lockup set of the week. Texas A&M's winning this game. They might even be favored. Hold on, let me find this. Let me find this game. Uh, Arkansas was in the top ten
1: just because it's like another SEC and stuff like that, but like. They're kind of one of those schools that you just – I mean, yeah. other than like, um, McFadden was there back in, like, 05, um, like, you don't just – you don't really hear of Arkansas football. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: they got a lot of they're, money. they kind
1: of beating up on some decent teams.
0: They beat Cincinnati, they beat South Carolina, and then Missouri State. They struggled against Missouri State, didn't they?
1: Maybe in the beginning, but they still ended up winning by 11.
0: Oh, yeah, but that's struggling. They're yeah. playing Missouri State. They should be winning by 30. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, I just don't think... Their quarterback is not an elite thrower of the football. He's a good athlete. He can run the ball pretty well. Um, but A&M's defense is good. Um, I mean, they gave up 27 points to Missouri State. They gave up 30 to South Carolina, 24 to Cincinnati. Um, this is a good matchup for A&M. You know, Arkansas is a offensive team. A&M's offense is struggling. You know, I think they they will be able to put up enough points to win this game. Plus, A and M's actually favored in Vegas by a point and a half. So, I'll take A and M upset of the week. logical. And I'm going upset just based off of you know the AP poll. Obviously, Vegas thinks A and M is well. I don't know because usually a team gets three at home you get three points at home. So if you take away that, if you put them on a neutral site, Arkansas would be favored by a point and a half. So not, it's maybe a little bit of a cowardly upset pick, but whatever. I'm not the one who creates the poll. It's the AP. So, Uh, okay. That's it. That's all I got for college football. Anything you want to add before we go into the NFL? No, I got nothing. (laughs) Mm. Hmm. All right, let's do it. Should we start with panic levels? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Packers, where are you at with the Packers last week? uh, I I was, I had a high panic level for the Packers last week. Where you got them now?
1: I still think it's pretty low. Um, I mean, historically, they always got kind of beaten up on week one. Um, They look much better week two. Against a Bears team that they they should have beat up on, um, so I'm not really panicking if I'm if I'm the Packers.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, Rodgers was better. Obviously, the offense was better. Um. Yeah, my panic level's not as high, but it, again, it was the Bears. This is like arguably the worst team in the league, and and Aaron's always good against the Bears, so I'll still put my panic level at like a two or a three. Uh, I'll say like two and a half. Say like two and a half panic level for the Packers. Um, I, I still don't know who's catching the ball. Uh, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins led the team in receiving. Uh I mean outside Sammy Watkins had ninety three receiving yards and he had that that's including a fifty five yard catch. Um so outside of Sammy Watkins, he didn't have a receiver over forty yards. You um
1: have to rely heavily on their backs. Aaron Jones and A. J. Dillon.
0: They are, I, yeah.
1: That's, that's those are by far their next to Aaron Rodgers, I think they're two um, they're two strongest weapons. Um, I don't think any of the receivers are, are super great. Lazard's not proven. Tammy Watkins is like this weird journeyman guy who just magically finds teams that need, puts up decent enough numbers where he can be like a starter. But, um, but yeah, no, they're going to have to rely heavily on Jones and Dylan if they're going to be good this year. Yeah. And they're gonna to have to be creative I mean, on offense. I think. I think the the offense that you see right now, where teams are dropping back forty times a game, they almost have to maybe even go to like the complete opposite, where it's like they're the Titans and they run the ball,
0: yeah, forty times
1: a game. Because they have. Well, that's what to they.
0: That's what they did. They ran the ball, not including Rogers' rushes, thir- thirty-three times. Yeah. They passed twenty five. Like that's that's not what you would expect from an Aaron Rodgers led team. Mm-hmm. But I think that is gonna be their recipe. If they wanna be successful, you gotta run the ball well. And Aaron Jones averaged eight point eight yards a, a carry. Oh my gosh. Thirty six yard rush. So I said AJ Dillon was the best player on the Packers week one, I switched that to Aaron Jones this week. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's kind of gonna be how it how it's gonna be for those guys. You know, one week Dylan will look you know, Dylan will look like the best back and then Aaron Jones will look like the best back and probably just depends on matchups. So
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not totally panicking on the Packers, but I mean there's something there. I you gotta have receivers to throw to. Doesn't really have any of those. So, um, OBJ,
1: is OBJ still a free
0: agent? though. Yeah, what is up with him? What happened to OBJ? Know. He had like a really he's, good he's playoff run. And,
1: yeah, I wonder if he's just waiting until he's healthy and, and he can play and he's going to pick a team that's, you know, in contention and sign a one year deal. Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, no better place than the Packers. They could use a yeah. receiver. Broncos. Oh, man.
1: I'm at like a three, at least a three with them.
0: I mean, they. Yeah, I'm trying they, to not overreact. Yeah.
1: But then it's just like the media is probably going to break Russell Wilson if he continues to play bad. Yeah. So of like, I don't know, like just the, the stuff that the camera caught this past weekend about the run pass thing like, the <laughs> no. internet is calling him. So hard, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, they got to win, so like you can't you can't discount that. But it was to a, a, I
0: think a really weak
1: Texans team. So, uh, and they just lost uh, Judy for a little bit. Did they really?
0: I didn't know that.
1: I think I saw he's he's out with a, a hip injury. I think. Um. That ain't good. Yeah, I did not so know we that. They lost, lost a weapon. Um, granted, they still have you know Sutton, who's a, you know he torched the Hawks, and they have the um, Williams as the running back. So I mean, they, they still have weapons. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still at like a three until they. I think they either beat somebody really good. When I say really good, like beat them by like a couple scores. Or they, they beat a good team closely. Like, it comes down to the last drive. Like, then I might change it, but, yeah, I don't know. Internet's trolling Russ right now, and that's probably, that's probably breaking him a little.
0: Yeah, he's probably not used to that. He's used no. to being the nice guy that everyone kind of wraps their arms around, and now he's kind of turned into a villain a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... Yeah, dude that that run past stuff on the sideline is incredibly cringy. I I saw some some tweets about that being like like pop Warner and high school stuff. Mm-hmm. Did we even do that in high school? I don't
1: think so. I don't, I
0: don't I remember. I remember doing it for sure in like pop Warner, mm-hmm. but. High school, I'm pretty sure even by then, it's like, look, if you're playing defense and you don't know if it's a pass or a run, like get off the field. What, like, Yeah. You shouldn't be starting. Yeah. That is weird. That's weird.
1: And 9-6,
0: like you don't even know your teammate's team, name.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like you just said, like he was getting in people's faces and then he was calling people by numbers because he didn't know their name. And it's like, man. Yeah. You didn't know my David. you told me to say run past. Like, <laughs> stop walking away because otherwise, I'm, I'm throwing you into the stands.
0: We didn't see 90. Who, who is no? We got to give a name to 96 because that's yeah. messed up. 96 Denver Broncos. We're going to give you a shout out here on the Lunch Pale Legends podcast. Uh, no, not 1996. I want to know number 96. Oh, my gosh. All right. It's not even on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he didn't know his name. <sighs> okay. Let's filter by number. All right, nine nine six. Here we go. Oh, that's why he doesn't know his name. Who is it? it well, I'm going to try here. Ayoma? Awazuriki. No. <laughs> Alright, I'm not gonna hold it against Rust a ton. He's gotta go by a nickname or something yeah. like uh Ua uh, or, or something. Uh, Awa yeah. Uwa Uazir, I don't know how to say his name. He's a rookie though. Yeah, nine six. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh I give him a little, a little slack for that. I'll give him a little slack. That is a very hard name to say. Yeah. Um, it would have been really funny if his name was like Russell or something like that. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll put him at. A, I'll put it at a four. I think this is. It's not just that the offense isn't looking good; it's that they have an offensive head coach, and the offense looks worse than under a defensive head coach. Um, clock management is bad. There's just some real problems. I'm not saying they can't turn it around and still be great this year. But right now, yeah, I'm panicking. It's ugly. Putting it out of four. Four out of five. Bangles. I had it at a one last week. You want me to start on this one?
1: Yeah, you go for it.
0: I'm moving it up to a two. Uh, I still have trust in Joe Burrow. I think he's a great quarterback. I think Jamar Chase is awesome. I think T. Higgins is awesome. Tyler Boyd is serviceable. Joe Mixon is awesome. The offensive line—I got to see a few more weeks. Like they have to get better. Hey,
1: on Higgins paper, what 13 sacks?
0: They're on pace to give up more than last year but they they have to get better on paper they're so much better than last year why aren't it's got to just be like they're not jelly they need they need a little more time together i don't know but either way i'm moving it from a one to a two because it did not get any better from one week one to week two where do you have the bangles
1: i'd say two as well and the other, only other thing too it's just like I feel like that conference is very, like, all the teams are kind of on the same page They're in terms of, like, struggling a little bit right now. Because it's like, I don't think, I, I don't know. Like, every team in that division has a loss right now, I think. So, the Ravens shouldn't, uh,
0: but they do. Yeah, the
1: Ravens shouldn't, but then they had that terrible second half. So, it's like there's concerns there. You know, like you said, on paper, they're better. I think they just need to figure some things out, and then, then, they're, and then
0: they're rolling. So, 13-10
1: um, yeah, is really concerning. That's, like, why I'm putting them up at a 2.
0: Yeah. How can, I mean, how can you, if you're a Bengals fan, how can you not be at least slightly concerned? You can't just be like, oh, like, they'll figure it out. It's like, okay, well, I thought they'd figure it out after week one. I thought that was, you know, maybe just week one jitters. They looked worse. What's going on? You know? Um, I think Joe Burrow struggles right now to our offensive line. Like, there's no question. Yeah, for sure. I'm not necessarily putting it on Joe Burrow. Uh, No one can, you know, be effective when they're getting sacked, you know, seven times a game. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Bengals bumping it up a little. The heat, the heat's, the heat's starting for the Bengals. They better turn it around. Cowboys, dude. The Cowboys
1: are such a weird team. They confuse me. So confusing. Like, how did they win with a backup quarterback? That I honestly never even heard of this dude. He actually goes out pretty good.
0: Yeah, he's he uh-huh. stepped in for Dak uh, a couple of, I think a year or two ago when Dak got hurt. No, because they had. A, Andy Dalton. Rush has jumped jumped in there a couple of times. Okay. But he's he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, it's just tough.
1: I still have him at like, I don't know. I'd say at least like a four. I feel like they just still have so many question marks, and they could have just played a real, like, played really good against the Bengals, right? Against a, a Bengals team that isn't playing good. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's true. Um, let's say, and they kind of have a, a, a tough schedule coming up here. Play the Giants this week. The Giants, I think, are actually like a sneaky good team this year. To 0 yeah, command the commando, the football team. And they go Rams, Eagles, Lions. That's a tough schedule. Like that's a tough five game stretch right there. Yeah, um, with Cooper Rush. Okay. I'm at like a four until maybe Dak comes back, but unless Zeke turns it on or something like that, like I'm, I'm so worried about them.
0: You can only do so much as a running back, though. The offensive line is not as good as it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have a, a quarterback, a you know a competent quarterback to take the pressure off, you know a running. If you stack the box, doesn't matter if you have Derrick Henry back there. Like they're going to stop it. You know they're going to stop the run. Derrick Henry was even better once Tannehill came to town because Tannehill was an upgrade at quarterback. Um, that no, just that was just an example. Um, I'll put the court, Cowboys at a three. I think I had him at a five last week, a four or five. I mean, they won a game with Cooper Rush. I'm a little less pan. I'm a little less panicked, <laughs> you know? I was thinking, we're you know, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm like, oh, well, I thought we were going to lose all of our games with Cooper Rush. We got one against the team that won the AFC last year. I'll take it. You know, that brings my panic level a little bit down. Do we know when Dak is supposed to be back?
1: I was just going to ask you that. Um
0: Cause I think it's the I same know. I think it's the same injury as Russ, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'll so go to it?
1: uh Russ came back too early, but I think Russ was up for four games.
0: Russ came so back probably, way too early because he yeah. sucked. But now I'm just wondering if Russ just sucks now. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: If he's just not a good quarterback anymore. He's just he's just passed his prime. So uh, I
1: wasn't yelling. Wasn't
0: yelling blitz. Yeah, what are they doing? <laughs> you got to be yelling that. Have right, Commit um, to it. Commit it. Says to it co- <laughs> com- <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> says he could be back as soon as week four. I think that's unlikely. But even if he does, if he let's say he comes back week five, um and let's say that let's say they lose the rest of their games. They already lost to Tampa Bay, so they're 1 and 1 right now. They'd be 1 and 2, 1 and 3. They'd be 1 and 3 going into their week 5 matchup with the Rams. 1 and 3. That's not insurmountable. The problem is they didn't look good with Dak. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I don't know when if Gallup is supposed to be coming back. That will help. Let me look up Gallup and see if he's coming back anytime soon. Uh, he's to practice in full this week. So they could be at ha- Gallup back by the time Dax back. Um, that's going to help. Gallup will stretch the field. He's a burner. Um, yeah. I don't know. My panic level is not as bad as it was last week because they they stole a game that they shouldn't have yeah. um so yeah cowboys are at a 3 you're at a 4 right yeah four. that's fair i could i could easily talk myself into a 4 i'm just going to be kind not a jerk like you you're
1: yeah. playing <sighs> good you guys are playing good so it's like inter- inter- yeah you're inter- playing good football right now so it's like for you to—I mean, it was—they needed to win a, at least you know a couple games while Dak was out, but like to get this one, it's definitely put them in a better spot. But I mean, if they—I mean, if they you know lose two or three more games, I don't know. And let's just say the Giants and the Eagles keep winning; it's going to be a hard
0: division to come back in. The Eagles are going to keep winning too. The Eagles are good man Jalen Hurts looks good
1: Yeah
0: He and A.J. Brown are a good fit Yeah dude They're You know who's like Darren Sproles 2.0 Boston Scott Yeah. That guy is A freaking dart on the field man Yeah He is so quick I would not want to try and tackle that guy Cause I would whiff Forever, like he has. Back. Yeah,
1: like I feel like it's like he bounces around. And you're like, oh, that's where he's at, now? and then he's like, I don't know, puts up good numbers as a, you know, a second kind of scat back, and like,
0: yeah, yeah, you're not going to hand in the ball twenty times a game, but <laughs> if you give it to him five times, and you know, once or twice, he br- he gets it, he gets a little open space, and you're like, oh, geez, that guy's quick, yeah. and it gets you, you know, gets you a nice solid ten yard pickup. So yeah. In terms of winning the division, I, I, it's my panic mode is five for the Cowboys, uh, yeah. but maybe squeaking in a you know a wild card berth, I'll put them at a three. I don't think it's impossible. Um, Raiders, Where are you out with the Raiders? Oh and two, just lost a game that they should not have lost.
1: Yeah. Like week one, like I wasn't worried after week one because they played a good Chargers team and they, they played them tough. Um, it's. Uh, I think I'm probably at like a three with them just because of how hard their division is. Mm-hmm. Like you can't oh, give yeah. up, like you can't give up football games in that division, and they just gave up one, two. I think is a, a bad Cardinals team. Again, you know, Kyler made some plays, and he was dynamic in you know, the fourth quarter, which was fun to watch, but. You know, going up almost 20, going into half, up over 20 at one point, and then yep. to, to lose it at home, um, not good. So I'd say probably like a three. And then it's just like Devontae Adams only had, what, two catches, two, three catches? So it's like, go out pay this guy who's supposed to be, you know, kind of like your savior. Can't even get him off. Bad Cardinals team. Bad Cardinals defense. Like, that's concerning, too.
0: JJ was playing, though. Oh, jeez. That's why they won.
1: Yeah. He'll be out for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. That was his one game for the year. Yeah. Dude, I love JJ Watt, though. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. And, man, when he, when he was in his prime, man, that dude was oof, so good. Yeah. He, like he was Aaron Donald dominant. That's how. Like he was so good. People were talking about him for the MVP one or two years because he actually like he had some touchdowns. Well, not too, not like, a lot, but he had a couple. Edge
1: rushers really weren't that like popular before J. Like there was a couple that were like pretty like big and good what. Don't get me wrong, but like I feel like when JJ Watt came around, he made like that edge position like. Stand out a little more just because of like how versatile he was when he was in his prime. Um,
0: anyway, but yeah, yeah, I think he's he's just dead. I think he uh, he made the position more important. I would say, yeah, like now it's you know, you got in terms of importance on the field, you got quarterback. I mean, you could almost argue, edge rusher. At right after quarterback, you could you could make an argument for edge rusher. It's like who do you have at quarterback, and who do you have that can get the other team's quarterback? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say offensive line, you know, right up there too, like your left tackle. But I would say left tackle, D end, like edge rusher, like pretty close. Um, those are your most important players. So, um, that'd be an interesting case study. Let's look at the best and think about how good the Bills look. Oh, they add man. they add Von Miller in the offseason and now their defense is like even another level. Yeah. Just by adding an edge rusher, you know. And Vaughn's not even in his prime anymore, but he's still good. He's still good. He ate the Rams for for dinner, man.
1: Oh
0: man. Um All right, Raiders uh Raiders I'll put them at a 2. At least they haven't looked bad. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. blew it against they blew it against the Cardinals, but like they were competitive. Um I think they'll figure out. I think McDaniels and uh and Derek Carr, like they're they're gonna find a way to get Devonta Adams the ball. I don't know, being in the AFC West, especially for the Raiders as you know, kind of a step below the, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Um, I think at this point your your goal is let's get a wild card spot. And, I mean, having played two potential playoff teams in a row to start the season, you know, you go zero and two. You should have gone one and one. At least they've been competitive. I'll put them at a two. 49ers. And I'm gonna put them at like a two. What did you have my last week?
1: I think I had them at like a three.
0: Okay, yeah, I think we have the same mentality here.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, you took them to the NFC Championship last year, and it's like he came in and did what he was supposed to do against the Seahawks, right? Like, yeah, it's not what Shanahan wants, but you know, Shanahan is one with Garoppolo, so I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I think it's the, not, yeah, not what Channing wants, but they're going to win football games
0: man. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he gives them a higher floor than Trey Lance, for sure. Um, I don't think anyone in this podcast thinks that he's like an elite level quarterback, but he's taking this team to a Super Bowl, taking them to the NFC Championship game. You know, he's capable. Um he's not going to carry a team but he doesn't need to carry a team. He just needs to not screw it up. The Niners have a good roster. Yeah. Um I sh- See I liked the upside of Trey Lance. Yeah. So I don't I don't love my Super Bowl pick as much without Trey Lance cuz I was banking on Trey Lance being like being better than Jimmy G. But I still think they could they could Play in a you know the NFC championship game again. I still think they're gonna be a playoff team, so uh, yeah, I'll, I got them at a two. I'm not panicking on the Niners, like, they're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cardinals, you want me to start on this one?
1: Sure, go for it.
0: I think I had them fairly high last week. I got them at three. I know they came back and won. But they had to come back and win. From down 20 to nothing. That's not going to happen often. Um, I still think there are problems. Um... Yeah, I I don't I don't know. They they are they're still an old roster. Who knows if JJ Watt's gonna stay healthy? That would make me panic right there. Defense is better when Watts playing. Um I don't know if Hollywood Brown is that experiment is working as well as I thought it would work better. Dang it, the Mariners just lost again. What is happening to the Mariners? Yeah. Um that's another topic. Uh um, hold on. I'm looking at his looking at Hollywood stats. I just don't think they were great. Eh, six for sixty-eight on eleven targets. Um, I don't know. I was expecting more from the Kyler Murray Hollywood Brown connection. I thought it would be. I thought it would be more explosive. Um, it's been okay. Um, but I think they they need that to evolve a little bit if they're gonna if they're gonna be a contender. I've I've got them at a three still.
1: I'd say like three and a half. I think I had them at a five last week. I'm gonna bring it down to three and a half, three and a half, four. Just because they've still played they've played three really bad halves of football. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, you put up one good half, and sure, you know it might, you know, might light a spark, right? But if you're that inconsistent, I don't know. That's it's. I don't know. It's it's still concerning. Um. Then even like after the game, too, I swear, like, and I don't know if Kyler Murray is just kind of like a diva, but then it's just like, I don't know if you saw the video of the guy hitting Kyler Murray. But to me it looked like some guy like grazed his face. Like he did not look like it was like this big punch that the media is making it seem to be. I did not say that. Just, okay. So you can Google it and look at it for yourself. I, I saw a brief clip clip of it and now it's like after the game that's all people are talking about. Other than I mean, obviously other than coming back and then it's like, oh and then the, the Murray camp is gonna press legal charges against this guy. Um for, like, it's... touching his face. It wasn't, like... I don't know. It wasn't, like, the guy, like, full-on, like, connected with him. It was just, like, Kyler was walking away. Who knows if the guy was intentional when he did it or not? I mean, I hope he wasn't.
0: Was this a fan? You know,
1: what's that? Yeah, it looked like it was a fan. Mm. Um, but, yeah, barely to me, it looked like he barely nicked his face. And then it was just like, that's all you heard about was, oh, Kyler Murray and, and his camper are, are looking about pressing charges and legal action and stuff like that. So it's like, he like seems gonna... like he's kind of like making, I don't know, like he's, the media is focusing on, on him. And it just seems like everything that's kind of coming out of, out of his camp right now is, isn't very positive. Um, which is also kind of concerning to me.
0: Yeah. Um, I see. Uh, I have, I'm not able to find the video, mm-hmm. but um, apparently Kingsbury wants that fan banned for life, which I agree with. You should not, you yeah, no, I... should not be hit, but like pressing charges. It's like, what are you pressing charges for? Yeah. You're gonna just gut this guy for all that he's worth? Like you've millions of dollars. If you're if you're mentally hurt, go see a freaking therapist, you pansy. Yeah. Like and that's
1: kinda of work. that's where I'm like I'm at mentally with it. It's just like, you know, sure, like the guy shouldn't have done it and he's gonna pay for it. Like he's probably gonna be banned from, from games, you know. Right, like he's never gonna be able to go to a Cardinals game or really any NFL game. So it's like
0: yeah, and that's the way it yeah. should be. Yeah. I'm trying to find a video on this. Why can't I find a video? Oh, here we go, maybe. It's like an older guy, too.
1: I had to, like, watch it a couple times because it was just, like, I, like, I don't know. Like, it was kind of hard to see the first couple times until, like, Kyler turned around and, like, went after the guy again.
0: Yeah, like, well, that guy had to have been incredibly drunk. Yeah. Are you serious? Wait. It,
1: was it almost, look, it was it almost looked
0: like he was just going in to hit his shoulder pads and accidentally hit his face. That's what I thought it was.
1: That's honestly what I thought it was, is that the guy... And then... He turns around and starts yelling at the guy. So I don't know if the guy like said something to Kyler.
0: Um, pressing charges for that? Are you kidding me, yeah. dude? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's. Dude, he's such a diva.
1: There's there, that's the thing. There's like nothing really coming. Like. There's nothing really positive coming out from from the Kyler Murray camp. And it's like you're already kind of on a, you know, a roster that's, you know, kind of suspect. And it's just yeah. like, you know, you could, either, you could either enhance it and, you know, make everybody much better or you can bring the whole ship down.
0: And I think he's leaning towards bringing the whole ship down. Yeah, he, he's definitely not making the culture better in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's move on from the Cardinals. Yeah. Now I'm all just right. depressed. <laughs> Um, all right, Rams. You worried about the Rams? I feel like the final score the final score, yeah, the final score is not the way that game went. Um, I mean, the Atlanta scored 17 points in the fourth quarter, which made it cl- which made it close. Um Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not worried. They were up, let's see. I think they were up like 28 to 3 at one point. Um Yeah, they let the Falcons back into the game. They still won. I don't know. Um at least the offense looked I mean they were playing the Falcons, but Stafford still threw two picks. I think I think Stafford is the concern with the Rams. Like why doesn't look overly sharp so far. Um, I'll do like one and a half. I'm not overly concerned about the the Rams. I'm less. Now I'll put it up to it too. Forgot about the Bills game. <laughs> I'll put it up to it too. I there is some cause for concern. They don't look as good as they did last year, but it's so early still.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it too. Like you said, I don't think Stafford is super sharp right now. Um, Offensive line seemed like they played much better this game than they did against the Bills. Um, Only gave up one sack uh, compared to, like, I think at least three or four against the Bills. Um, Cooper Cup did Cooper Cup things. Um, And then they also got Allen Robinson involved more than than they did against the Bills, so that was good to see. Yeah. Uh, They have two, I think, average, slightly above average running backs. Um, Combined, they had about 100 yards rushing. Um, It's not terrible, but not great. Um, So yeah, I'd say like a two. I think they're figuring things out.
0: Yeah, I'm not as concerned as I was after week one, but again, it was the Falcons. We'll see who they got this week. Probably not the Falcons. They have 39ers. the Rams. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, someone. No, they got the Cardinals. Cardinals the Rams. Cardinals. At Cardinals, this is going to be a really interesting game because we're cons- we have we have some panic mode for both of these teams. Hmm. Um. I think this is, this game is going to answer some questions. Hopefully.
1: What's the point spread on this? Actually,
0: I think I have it up right now. I got it right here. I have Rams three and a half. What do you have? Probably the same. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah. Uh, I don't love that line. I, I would. I'm probably. I would stay away from that game. I'm not betting that. I wouldn't bet on that game. <laughs> I don't know what what Rams team you're gonna get. Don't know what Cardinals team you're gonna get. That's a terrifying game to bet on, if you ask me. Yeah,
1: it's not one of my picks, but I'd probably, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick the Rams. I think the Rams would cover. Like, I think the Rams are going to win, and I
0: think they're. I think again, I'm not super confident on this pick, but I think they will cover this spread.
1: If I had to pick, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I would pick the Rams to cover too. I just, I have no idea what I'm getting with either of those teams right now, so. Um, last team, the Colts. I am at a five, and I'm not going to explain much more than that. Yeah. <laughs> just out of five, the Colts suck. Yeah.
1: The what Titans, is?
0: Though. Yeah, and we could talk about the Titans too. Titans, yeah. Titans suck too, though. Yeah. Woo, forty-one to seven. This is just. This is not a good team. Okay. Well, how about we just say for five for both?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I just Kings. don't want to talk about the Titans much more because, um, I just I don't think they're very good. Yeah,
1: not playing in football. Either team. King,
0: King Henry is going to have to step it up if they want to win some games.
1: Actually, um, I'm shocked about the Colts though. I thought it was me too. Matt Ryan going from Carson wants to Matt Ryan it seemed like a home run decision. The fact that they're struggling that much.
0: It's weird. It's weird. We'll see. I feel I, I haven't I haven't watched either of their games. Um I'm only able to watch what's in network. So um but nothing in the box score indicates that they should be getting better. I mean, you lose 24 nothing to the Jags.
1: The Colts did have some injuries. I think they had an
0: offensive lineman,
1: and then Michael Pittman was out. But I think both of those guys are coming. I think there's some offensive people that are coming back this week that might hopefully help.
0: Yeah, still though, dude. All right, yeah. take uh, Stefan Diggs off the Bills. You still taking the Bills over the Jags? All, all day, I'm taking the Bills. All right, like, I don't, you're missing your best receiver. Okay, but, like, you have a good roster. You can't put up a point against a team that won two games last year? Are you kidding me? You have Jonathan Taylor on your team. You can't just, like, give, you can't just, like, give him the rock? I don't know,
1: dude.
0: Is that all it was? Three.
1: Almost sixty yards.
0: He was ever. I mean, six yards a carry. He did have a twenty-one yard yarder, or so. Eight for thirty-three. Yeah, I don't know, man. That they they got some figuring out to do. Where are their receivers? Pittman was out. I get that. But like uh, like Paris Campbell. Where's he? I think they had another one that i'm I'm blanking on his name. I don't know. But yeah, five for the Colts, five for the Titans. I think we're both on on the same page there. Yeah. Let's get to our picks against the spread this week. Uh, let's go over Dylan's. Dylan's first pick is Chiefs. Are favored by six points at the Colts. He is picking the Chiefs to cover the six points. Um, fair. <laughs> yeah. If the Jags beat them by twenty four, I could see Mahomes beating them by twenty four. Um. He has uh, Ravens at Patriots. Ravens are favored by three, and he's taking the Ravens to cover there. Um, And then Texans at Bears. Bears are favored by two and a half. That's not right. That can't be right. The Bears are favored. On okay. And he's taking the Texans. That's, I like that play. Kind of wish I would have taken, I kind of wish I would have done that. Um, but our picks are locked. So no changing now, no switcher <laughs> But yeah, Texans at Bears. Bears are favored by two and a half. I got three, but he wrote down two and a half, so I'll leave it there. And he's picking the Texans to cover there. I'm yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what the, I I always I just look at the score. That's my sport. That's a sports app that I use for just tracking scores and stuff like that. Seems to always be different than the lines you guys have. Whatever. Um. Yeah. I mean, I would pick the Texans to win out right there over the Bears. I. Yeah. I think the Bears are dog doo doo. Bears suck. They suck. All right. Uh, you want to go through your picks? Sure.
1: The first game: Hawks versus Falcons. I'm going to pick the Hawks. I think <clears throat> they're favorite. Their favorite to win. Oh, what's the point spread here? It's, it's close. It's like a one. It's like it's pretty much like a pick them. I think it's like they're favored by one and a half. I so had yeah. two and pick a half, it. but it's probably wrong. Okay. What do you got? My, my sheet says one and a half right here. Okay, I'll update it. All right, one and a half. So I got the Hawks. It's at, it's at Seattle. The Seahawks just always play different at home. So um, Falcons team, that's not really supposed to be that great this year. Again, I know the Seahawks aren't going to be good, but they usually do good at home. So two bad teams. I'm going to take the home field advantage with the, with
0: the 12s there. Mm-hmm. I like it, even though we got burned by the Seahawks last week. I like the pick. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta.
1: It's my homer pick. Yeah. Um, next game, I got Packers and Bucks. The Bucks are favored by one and a half, and I, I am going. Or yeah, I I think they're going to beat the Packers by more than one by more than two points. Um, it's at it's at uh, Tampa. The Bucks defense looks real good this year, even without Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin. I think they're getting Julio back this week, um, which I don't even know if that would matter because um, I, I just think the Bucks defense has been playing so well right now. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll take the that the home home field advantage and the, the good defense against the offense that's still trying to figure out what
0: they're trying to do. An offense that has no receivers. Yeah. Good choice, my friend.
1: And then Bills versus Dolphins. I'm taking the Bills.
0: Okay, I like that play.
1: You know, <clears throat> Tua, it's hard because it's like, you know, Tua had a great game in the great second half. A lot of his balls were underthrown. And I don't know how great the Ravens' defense is. and To me, it seems like the Ravens were like, oh, we're up so big at going into half. We're just going to play prevent defense and just, you know, pretty much let you guys have all these wide open receivers. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of throws that Tua made that were, you know, in tight windows, especially the one um, at the end of the game right there where he had to throw it high where Wallow could only catch it. So that was a good throw. But, you know, the, the, the Ravens gave him those passes. Like there was no, like, they're playing prevent defense the second half, and I mean he was throwing into wide open coverage. I don't think the Bills are gonna. I mean the Bills' defense has been looking solid this year. Yeah. Um, looked up on the Rams, whooped up on on, on the Titans. Um, so and the, the the Bills are just playing great football on both sides of the football, and the Bills have. Played pretty good on the road last year. I was looking into it. A lot of the games that they played on the road, they won. Um there's a couple games that they I think they lost two games on the road. One went into overtime. Um and the other they lost by like three or something like that. So um last year the most of their most of their wins on the road were by more than ten points. So I'll go with the Bills with the yeah, you know, wow. I'll give that. a good look the five and a half points.
0: Yeah, I think the Dolphins will have a little bit of a let, a little bit of a letdown this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting a lot of love right now. It feels like a spot where, you know, then the big boy comes into town and brings you back down to earth. You know. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, my first my first game is Ravens, who are favored by three at New England. I'm taking the Ravens. I think feels like i am i being tricked i think the ravens are considerably better than the patriots they're only getting three points i'll take that all day i think the ravens will win by at least a touchdown um i just think they're a much better team than the patriots Um, plus the patriots weakness is their offense and the ravens weakness is their defense so that plays into the you know that helps the Ravens. Um, the Patriots' defense is de- is is pretty good, um, but they haven't seen Lamar Jackson yet this year. So, um, yeah, good luck. Uh, my next game: Cowboys at Giants. I like the Giants here. They are favored by a point and a half. Um, a, a kind of a similar thing with. Uh, what we are talking about with the Dolphins, I think there'll be a little bit of a letdown. Um, the Cowboys won with their backup. It kind of feels like the Seahawks winning with Geno week one and then week two against the Niners. It's like, oh, okay. So like, yeah, this is this is what we're getting this year. It's, it's, it's not going to be, you know, competitive. And you're just not going to win games with Cooper Rush. Um, I think the Giants win by more than a point and a half. Um, so I'll take the Giants there. And then my last game, Lions at Vikings. The Vikings are getting six points. Um, they're favored by six points, I should say. Um, the Lions have covered the spread both weeks one and two so far. Um, the Eagles were favored by six and a half week one and the Lions covered that. Um, the Eagles just beat up on the Vikings. So if we do the mental math there, the Lions should be able to cover against the Vikings. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown is tearing it up. The Vikings offense is good. Justin Jefferson's a stud. I still like the Vikings. I still like the Vikings to win this game, but I think it's going to be closer than six. So I'll take the Lions there. And those are my plays of the week so far. Um, running total, I have four points. Oliver has three, and Dylan has two. Um, the only one that hit last—the only one that hit last week for me was the Lions. My Lions pick, and they covered that two point. Uh, They're favored by two points. Um, none of yours hit. The Seahawks betrayed you. The Colts betrayed you. The Raiders betrayed you. The Raiders really betrayed you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last week, uh, the Steelers betrayed me. I thought they, I thought they would beat the Patriots. They did not. The Seahawks betrayed me. Um, and then for Dylan, uh, he picked the Bengals to cover. They did not. He picked the Vikings to cover against the Eagles. They definitely did not. um, and he picked the Jags to cover against the Colts, and they definitely did. That was a good pick. Um. So Dylan uh, caught up to you by one point, but you're still ahead of him. So four, three, two. I'm the champ right now. Got to knock off. Got to knock off the champ. We don't have many op- much. We don't have much overlap. You and I don't have any overlap this week. Um. Uh, we have one overlap. So yeah, this week should we should get some separation, unless we all just suck again. So it's
1: kind of fun talking about different games and our predictions. It's funny how that's kind of worked out.
0: Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we haven't even been planning it that way. We just happen to choose different games. So yeah, we all like our. Different scenarios. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for me. Do you have anything else?
1: The Mariners need to start winning some games.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm. I'm starting. I'm starting to worry that they're. They're gonna blow it. In true Mariners fashion, they're gonna freaking blow it.
1: The only thing I think of is, you know, let's get the losses out now, and then let's heat up right <sighs> before the postseason hits.
0: It's not much time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we got like 15 games left
1: Yeah
0: There's not much time to go on a slump
1: They have a little bit of a cushion At the third wildcard spot right now But there's still five games Up on the next Might be four now After today's yeah. loss But in, I can't, today there are five
0: I kind of like being in the third spot, to be honest. I'd rather play Cleveland than Toronto or Tampa Bay. Yeah, I agree with that. Maybe that's what
1: they're doing. Maybe they're just like, yeah, you guys can pick each other.
0: The way the the Mariners have played in recent past, I don't want them trying to... Yeah, lose games strategically like no you guys have been good enough at losing games just like just win (laughs) just win um all right well that's it for this week thank you for listening like subscribe share with your friends until next week the legends are out